0: Welcome back, everyone, to Ready Set Go Real Estate Investing Podcast. I'm your host, Mr. Brandon Elliot. Very excited today. We have a special guest on that's just gonna be diving into, you know really what it takes behind, you know all the magic, all the magic with sales techniques with NLP and really diving deep into it to help you get the same exact outcome that you're looking for and making it a win-win situation on both sides. You know it's very hard to do that. Um, If you're not talented with sales and negotiating, and this guy's a rock star at it. So he has done over 2,500 transactions, over $40 million worth, some outrageous numbers here. And uh, he's an international speaker. He's got, you know, he's got a young son that he is just a rock star that he's teaching. And, you know, it obviously, it rubs off. So I'm just super, super blessed to be able to have him on here, and you guys are definitely going to want to tune in, make sure you got your notepad out, and take some notes on this, because this is going to change your life, for sure. So Bryce McKinley, what is up, brother? How you doing?
1: Man, I'm too blessed to be stressed, as my boy Manny Lopez would say. I am fantastic, <laughs> man. It's Monday. That's right. Vacation every single day, because I love my occupation.
0: <laughs> I love it. So you just tuned me on to this song, uh, what was it, Dirty Heads? You know, yeah, we we're, we're just...
1: Dirty
0: heads. That's right. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, I'm gonna be rocking out to this. We'll probably have to throw this into the into the recording later on when when the episode's out. But uh, right now we're doing a little bit of behind the scenes so everybody can get, you know, the, the full grasp of the podcast. For anybody that's crazy out there and doesn't know exactly who you are, do you mind just giving them the breakdown of who Bryce McKinley is, where he comes from and, and what kind of real estate he is doing?
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. So, I am a in real estate. I am a host seller and not just any host seller, I am a virtual host seller and Master NLP certified coach, as well as a real estate business coach, business consultant, uh, Fortune 500 business consultant, and international speaker. Um, I, my my journey doesn't start as some you know overnight success. You know, as you sit on one peak and you look to the other you know that you've got to travel through some valleys. And I've definitely been through some valleys, Brandon. And um, my my course into real estate, you know, really came about uh, just over five years ago and what I was going through at the time. But it's a series of events that have led me up to that point to get here today. And so I've been super blessed, but I've also been in the trenches. And so for anybody of you guys out there watching this know that there are hard times that we all go through, even at a high level. And so my success is not uh, indicative of not having been through some trials. So uh, that's who I am, man. If you want me to go into my story, I can share that. It's a heck of a testimony. And uh, yeah, I'll, I'll leave it up to you. It's your show, brother. Yeah, man,
0: please. I think uh, I think the story is really where it's at, and yours is a hell of an impactful one. And you know, grace of God that you're still here and still rocking. So, if you don't mind, uh, you know, you can you can dive in it as much as you'd like.
1: All right. Well, I appreciate that opportunity. So, first and foremost, I just want to say thank you to my Creator, God, and in in Jesus' name, I am. So blessed to be here with you guys today, as well as where I sit financially, spiritually, professionally. So uh, my journey starts out, man, when I was uh, 12, 13 years old, I had been raised in a cult-like religion, very man-made doctrinal uh, belief system. And all I knew was church and God six and sometimes seven days out of the week. And at age 12 my my parents started going through a separation at 13 my parents were divorced and so everything that i knew in my belief system that i held on to was just a pure and utter lie and uh i I was very angry as a teenage child i was very upset and hurt and broken whatever you want to call it And I didn't know anything else but to put on the mask that would protect me. And we all do that, right? We go to the grocery store and the stock boy says, hey, may I help you? And you're like, no, I'm just here to get milk. But you forgot to be intentional and you brushed him off and you needed the Ritz crackers in the aisles between two and eight. And who knows where they're at because they're in a different aisle every time, right? That's our subconscious mind protecting us. And now that guy's going to go home or that gal's going to go home and feel like, they didn't do the best version of their job or what they were called to do. And so I would ask people moving forward, if you like this, love this, share this out, but this is all about being intentional. And so I put that mask on at 13. I started hanging out with the wrong crowd, joined gangs and doing and selling and distributing drugs and guns and trafficking and things like that. And uh, man, it was an eye-opener because growing up as a church kid, That was not something that I was aware of, but because I put on this mask, I rose up through the ranks and the group that I was affiliated with and associated with very fast. And by the age of 17, I was facing some very substantial criminal charges and I'm not going to go into those cases right now, but let's just say, I shouldn't be sitting here today Mm -hmm. by the grace of God. I, I got off on some technicalities and My uncle seen something in me that I didn't realize that I had. And my uncle said, come work with me. And I started detailing cars at a Ford dealership. Mm. Now, I didn't know that that would be kind of the precursor to making millions of dollars legitimately. See, in wash bay at a dealership, all you see is nice cars all day long. And so as a coach, we talk about, you know, mental capacity and our mindset and visualizations and i didn't realize even back then i was already shifting and making that mind shift so that i was putting myself in these nice fancy cars these brand new cars off the lot and seeing the salespeople making all of this money i wanted to do that and so i begged and pleaded with my bus- or my business partner my uncle at the time, and he basically told me one cold snowy day in Northern Illinois, if I could sell a car today, he would put me on the sales team. I sold a car, not only did I sell one car, but I sold a police officer, which I didn't think I would ever have a conversation with, and his wife a vehicle, so I sold two cars my first day. He damn sure put me on that lot the next week, and that would start my selling professional sales career. Now, uh, that said, between the ages of 17 and 19, I would become the number one car salesman in the world, averaging between 40 and 50 cars a month. I don't remember the exact number. What's going on, Asher, Adrian, Elizabeth? Thanks for jumping on. You guys share this out. Somebody needs to hear this today. Uh, in the meantime, I would go on to do what's called a walk-around competition. You see, Ford has these competitions that's graded by your peers. You go out, you mock test drive a vehicle, basically, and they, they grade you. And you go to sectionals and then regionals and then nationals. And typically, it's about five to 600,000 applicants. Nobody's ever made it there twice. I've been there four mm. times. I've won it twice, and I've got second place twice. And- mm. Yeah,
0: I love it. That's awesome.
1: I was hooked. I was hooked on the lifestyle. I was hooked on the money. I was hooked on the cars. And I don't know anything about cars. Hell, I just had a blowout the other day and I could barely find a tow truck company and or change my own tire still. So (laughs) I just knew how to talk to people. That's right. It was a natural thing that I had. And so between the age of 19 and 21, winning these competitions, I would increase my sales volume. And at that point, I was averaging close to around 70 to 75 cars a month. Now, to put that in perspective, the average, the national average to this day is about 15 cars a month. I was selling 70 plus cars a month when I was 19, 20, 21 years old. And so, recruited out of my dealership by Ford Motor Company, and they asked me to come work for them as an independent consultant. I started training uh, new dealers and franchises that were struggling on my sales process. And that was kind of my first taste, Brandon, of what coaching and mentoring could do and impact um, of, of my life. And so, and the reason I say that is because, man, they made me have a coach. They made me have a mentor. And that pulled all of this creative or natural talent and put it into a course and manual, which is a five-step sales process, which I still use to this day in my real estate business. And so uh, we'll talk about that. I know you said that you wanted to talk about what uh, to say to sellers. We're going to talk about because this is where the gold comes in. And I know I wanna add value to to you, your family and your your audience. And so, man, I traveled the country between uh, 2003 and 2008 for about five years with Ford. Uh, For the last couple of years, I also had picked up a contract with Nissan. And so Nissan and Ford, if you go into any of those dealership franchises to this day, the sales process, not necessarily the person, but the process, is one that I implemented into their business. Um, Unfortunately, I did have some series of unfortunate events. And so I told you guys earlier that I haven't always been this glitz glamor lifestyle, right? You see, in 2006, the lady that I married had lost a baby and this baby was actually murdered. And um, man, I, I won't dive too much into that, but that put her into a spiral and she started drinking and drugs and alcohol, and I was sober at that point in my life. I was living this professional career. You know, I'm sure I'd have beers and and some dope and drugs on the weekend. I was in the car business. That's what you do, right? Uh, But it was all recreational. And then 2008, uh, my wife and I, you know, kind of had this agreement. It was June 12th, I'll never forget, we were at the hospital. She was, had been sober for about a week because she was in the hospital. And we were going to do this. We were going to get this thing together and get refocused. And I went into the office that next morning expecting to meet her after, you know, her or brother or mom whomever, I don't recall, was going to bring her home. And I got a call, man, Friday, June thirteenth, two 2008. I got a phone call that uh, she was no longer with us. Now, the reason that is so much more impactful than just anybody's wife, yes, you have a great relationship with your spouse, but you see, her mom had been my Sunday school teacher growing up. I mean, Mm -hmm. I've known this woman all my life, and it hurt. It was painful, and I went into this just absolute self-destructive spiral, and over the next year and a half to two years, between a couple of companies, drugs and alcohol, I would blow close to, if not right at, about $20 million in assets and liquidity and cash. Mm. And uh, met some crazy, beautiful Italian girl in Wisconsin. Everybody in Illinois has a cabin in Wisconsin, if you didn't already know that. (laughs) um, Had uh, met this girl in Wisconsin, and and, uh, we were partying, we were doing our thing, and man, we, we were living the dream. We were living the life. And little did I know that would be kind of the precursor to put me to where I am today. Because, you see, after after hooking up with her, we found out we were pregnant in March of 2010. 2011, my son, hashtag the middle school millionaire, so if you guys don't already know.
0: You better go know, follow him.
1: <laughs> go follow him. My eight-year-old is you know, already raising millions of dollars and just on his way to being a constant entrepreneur. So, but we didn't know that back then, man. And this kid would change my life. You see, he has some challenges between high functioning autism and, and just tics and, and insecurities and wasn't supposed to speak, things like that. I would sober up, she couldn't. We had a contract with Tyco Corporation, or I had a contract with Tyco Corporation that brought me to Texas. And uh, early 2011, you know, he's just a couple months old. I come home after her and I had been battling, thought she was gonna sober up, I was doing well, and trying to support her in that journey. I came home and she's passed out on the bed and there's pills and bottles everywhere. And here's my little baby boy climbing through that Mm. mess. Oh, I'm mad. I was mad. I I was so mad. What's the first thing that I do? I pick him up. I run in the other room. I pack a bag and I'm about to leave. And what's every good dad that wants to have, you know, has a past like I do and wants to have sole custody. I put that little baby back in the, uh, in the mess and took some pictures, you know, and uh, (laughs) come Monday, come Monday, I would uh, file for custody of my son. And so, you fast forward about a year, year and a half of battling the last couple hundred thousand dollars that I had to my name, I lost. I won sole custody of him. However, I would lose everything else financially. And uh, if you go, if you fast forward to uh, it was two thousand two thousand eleven, 2011, September 28, 2011, I was sleeping in my car homeless, and I had $32 to my name, and a 40 cal that I've had that hasn't jammed since it never jammed before, I wrote a letter to my son, I wrote a letter to my mom, and I put it in my mouth, and I pulled the trigger three times. In that moment, I knew that I had greatness inside of me, as Les Brown says, I knew in that moment that the lives ahead of me would change And I didn't know what that looked like. And so I screamed out to God. I didn't know who he was. I was just like, Show up. And if you are who you say you are and you are who they say you are, do something already. And boy, did he ever. Because in that moment, I heard the voice of God say, Son, I've got you, bro. That's how I talk to God. I call him my brother. I'm sorry for getting emotional. Every time I tell this story, man, it just gets me so fired up because there is something out there so much greater than us. You can't deny it. For me, you can't deny it if you wanted to because I heard his voice just like Moses in the desert or Noah in the ark or Jonah in the whale. I heard his voice tell me that I'm not done with you yet. So I said, show up. You see, this is how my God works, Brandon, because over the next 24 hours, I had an apartment complex call me and they said, hey, we found an old application. If you'd like to move in, you can have it today. I said, it's funny. I'm looking for a place, actually, and I'd love to. I didn't know how I was going to move in there. And within several hours of the same occurrence, I had an old client reach out to me and I had an unpaid invoice of (laughs) $20,000. And you see, Brandon, this is even more how God works for me because I didn't know how to manage my money at that point, as to previous examples, you can tell, right? But in that moment, my account was frozen. I could only have the maximum allowable uh, monies available, which was $2,000. So over the next nine and a half, 10 months, I would get $2,000 a month and pay my bills and look for work. And so I went on to work with a gas and oil company, learning some high-level, high-ticket sales, uh, consulting with them and training and hiring sales teams, Uh, RDI Trading, who is a diamond manufacturer, learned that whole industry, just like the little guys with the black bags in the movies of diamonds, worked in that industry for a very short period. Then I found real estate. I found a company that was looking for an acquisitions person. And I didn't share with you, the first and every time I got fired was eight years old back in Illinois. I'm not going to go into that since I'm so far ahead now. But I vowed at eight years old to never work for anybody else again. And so when they offered me that position, I said, you know, I'd love to. However, I'd rather be a partner. This is my experience. Since you've already made the decision to bring me on, you see the value. And I went into close mode. You see the value that I bring. Make me a partner. And let's do this together. They weren't having that. No.
0: <laughs> they didn't have that. They didn't have that. No. This
1: is how I fell into real estate because I didn't know that the national average or the market, you know, the average wholesaler does four to five transactions a year. The, the bigger guys with full blown companies are doing five or six deals a month. And the big guys are doing 20 or 30 transactions a month. I didn't know that that was a big deal. They told me, you come in and do 10 transactions your first month and we'll have that conversation. My first 30 days, Brandon, I came in and I did 23 transactions.
0: 23 transactions. First month. I love it, brother.
1: (laughs) I fell into real estate, man.
0: You you got, you got magic with, uh, you know, speaking and really obviously grabbing that attention because I've never heard of anybody the first month in real estate, first month in anything, (laughs) you know, that is that is outrageous. I remember my first month doing door to door sales with uh, Kirby vacuum cleaners. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah. It was like a shit show for me, and then, and then that second month coming into it was it was game over. You know, I had I had a ton of I didn't have twenty three though. I think I think I had like twelve. But but nevertheless, <laughs> man, that is powerful. That is crazy.
1: Super blessed. You know, one thing unlike most people just starting out in this business, they had. You know leads and some systems already in place, and so that Good. played a, a part of it. But at the end of the day, you know they had never seen more than five or six transactions from any of their acquisition managers, and the goal was ten. They wanted to see ten, and and that's all they knew. Right? Okay. So obviously, we had that conversation.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you guys partnered up, and, um, and and moving forward, are you guys all still partnered together now? Currently.
1: No, actually, that's a great question. As of about four months ago, we did part ways. We're still good friends. I've got nothing bad to say about those guys. I love them. Matter of fact, one of the partners, I talk two or three times a week. So we, we, we did separate on on good terms because I had bigger, bigger dreams, bigger aspirations. And I want to share what I know with the world. And over this last year, year and a half, You know, I've been coaching and mentoring and and traveling the world as an international speaker with, you know, Matt Maddox, Manny Lopez, Les Brown, you know, just to name a few people. And so Dr. Greg Reed, I'll be out there in San Diego in March at his secret high level event. I'm one of the speakers there. So
0: secret knock. Very cool. Awesome. I love it. So, so tell me, let's talk more, uh, diving deep into real estate. So, so at this point, I mean, I feel like you're just, you've never been filled with fear, but a lot of people out there, you know, struggle with, you know, overcoming the fear. Right. And
1: I've, been, I've been more fearful to go live on Facebook than I have any really? I don't know why. I still talk myself into it every time and I'm out there every day. So. Okay.
0: I love it. Well, that's good. That's good to know. Uh, yeah. But for, for people out there that might be, you know, dealing or struggling with fear, to, to really dive into real estate, you know, what, what would you recommend to overcome that?
1: To get over your fears in real estate, you know, um, number one, I, I find that from talking with students over and over and over, and over I find that the biggest fears that I, I run into is, you know, the lack of knowledge, or the unknown how to start, or they're just going to do it their way. They got a deal and they're just going to do one or two deals and just keep working on themselves. And I would say to overcome your fears, the best thing that you can do is get uncomfortable. Uh, for example, Brandon, one of the things that I've taught and, and told some of my students to do is, you know, go to the old Navy and order a pizza from the cashier. Get uncomfortable, go talk to 20 people today and and ask them three questions. Just go get uncomfortable. And if you can do that three or four or five times, there is no reason why you can't move forward in progress in your business. Now, obviously I'm a big advocate for mentors and coaching. And so whatever that looks like, I would highly implore somebody to find somebody that's already done it. Find somebody that's already been successful model what they do, and then make it your own. Scale it and make it better.
0: Yeah, I couldn't agree more. Anybody out there that's dealing with any type of fear regarding anything in life, it really just comes down to... The, the lack of education. Once you educate yourself enough and then, you know, you're really getting that one-on-one time with people that are living it and doing it and have already hit those goals that you seek to accomplish, then, you know, that, that fear starts eliminating and, um, and you get the confirmation of exactly, you know, you are doing it correctly. You are going the right path and then just taking, you know, big leaps and steps and getting constantly out of your comfort zone is, uh, is very, very crucial and very important. I love it. Cool. So um, so let's talk about dealing with sellers. Ooh. Now, I-, I love this story because you and I, uh, last week we were talking and I know you were helping your partner, uh, Chris. So is that the company too? So it's RE Results? Is that you yeah. guys?
1: REI Results. REI. REI? Okay. REI Results.
0: I love it, okay, so r e i results um you and Chris came up with this. He has been a like a lead generation magnet, and then you are a rock star at sales, so the combination it's 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 a no brainer but but let's talk about you know. With the with the story that we were talking about last week, he you guys were talking in the middle of the night and uh, sharing each other's screen, and basically he was getting a lead coming in through Facebook, I believe, one of his lead generations on social media, and uh, and you were just telling him exactly what to say, and within a few short hours he ended up getting that deal, and, and it was just something he never would have done kind of on his own, right? To a certain yes,
1: yes and no. Prior to meeting me, he hadn't, so I'm glad you brought okay. that. My business partner, Chris Chavez, he is the owner and founder of Ampersand Media. He's the owner and and creator of the Sportsman's Field Tool. He's got two or three other companies out on his own. Serial entrepreneur. He came to me after doing several flips about a year, year and a half ago and asked me to coach and mentor him because he wanted multiple streams of income and wanted to better his wholesale game. And so we started coaching and mentoring his game and his attitude, his mindset, everything changed. And so please don't just take my word for it, folks. Ask Chris Chavez what I did for him and his family and any of the other people out there. I mean, you can see a hundred testimonials on my website at wholesalingholygrail.com. In the meantime, he came to me as a coaching student and about two or three months in, he's like, you know, real estate is so simple. And I said, you're right. What do you mean? He goes, well, leads go out or marketing goes out, a lead comes in, a conversation's had and a contract's had. And then on the backside, marketing goes out, a lead comes in, a conversation's had, those contracts meet at title and we get paid. It's that simple, folks. People overcomplicate it so much. So and true. so I, I just, it, it flabbergasts me that people will overcomplicate such a simplistic process. And he came to me with the idea of, what if we had free leads mind you his background is in marketing in serial entrepreneurship he loves marketing and he gave me this idea and i was like that's genius and so i asked i said let me talk to my it girl so i've got the baddest it developer in the world in my opinion She's one of the brains behind beast mode and investor fuse and podio and she was one of my bas five years ago so she, I pushed her out on the road. She started her own coding and, and uh, tech company, and now she's crushing it in real estate on the tech side. And so I uh, brought her in as my you know, in-house IT girl, contracted with her company. And so uh, all that to say, I had a conversation with her and she's like, yeah, let's see what we can do. And overnight, we created a lead gen software that literally goes out, can join I think a thousand groups and post up to 10 times in each group every single day. We're talking 10,000 virtual bandit signs every single day on the internet. And unbelievable, game changer.
0: Yeah, and this is, this is all just plug and play?
1: Plug and play, we've got over 350 scripts, you copy and paste them, you set the parameters, you want it to run for three days, three weeks, three months, three years plug and play and it goes 50 or 60 of the scripts are in Spanish so if you speak Spanish we've got scripts for you as well and so it's literally copy paste set the date set it and forget it Uh, the biggest problem that we have with this Brandon is that a lot of our clients are like how do you turn it off yeah (laughs) it kind of goes back to the conversation that you brought up and so my partner and I were talking through before the first of the year getting ready for 2019 you know because I don't believe in New Year's resolutions. I believe in just compounding upon what you've already done. And so, you know, our books have to end at a certain point and restart. So for the new open of the books, what are we going to do? We're talking about this. It's like one or two in the morning. He goes, bro, I just got a lead come in. So let's talk to her, baby. Let's talk to her. (laughs) I'm basically, you know, text war ninja over here. I'm like, say this, say that. Say this, and legitimately within an hour, hour and a half, um, he secured an appointment, and then we ended up just making an offer and emailed it via DocuSign, locked it down, and we've got it under contract right now. We had a couple buyers fall out. a home run. So if any of you guys want just a home run deal in San Angelo, Texas, please hit me up. Hit Chris Chavez up. It's like a 3-2, I think, 3-2. Uh, with, it's actually got like a $50,000 carjack in the backyard where they used to have a shop. And so that alone is worth the investment, but it's, I mean, rent rates are like 1200 bucks a month and you'll get it for like 40 or 50 grand. I mean, it's a home run all day, but we got that all via text via the software. It's been really cool to see what it can do.
0: Okay. I love that. Yeah, man, that fits in my criteria. I got to check that out afterwards. (laughs) That's good.
1: It was Chris.
0: Ask him about that deal in San Angelo, brother. Okay. That's what's up. Cool. So let's talk about for a second. Um I know a lot in the past you were doing uh direct mail marketing and, yeah. and that I mean you're spending around a hundred thousand dollars a month, correct? On on getting these leads, getting the marketing out there to get the leads coming in. Yeah. Now, I know there is somewhat of a science behind it, a lot of NLP within the first couple sentences, making it real short, sweet, simple, but but also kinda you know, helping guide people to get the results that you're looking for. Do you you mind just breaking down what you typically would put on your direct mail marketing campaigns?
1: Absolutely. So, um, I use a method that I call the triple ripple. And, you know, I'm not going to yeah, it, it's, it's a series of, of follow-up. It's a series of conversations, but it's also the same method that I use in my direct mail campaigns. And so we have three different postcards and or handwritten letters. And depending on the lead list or volume, you know, in bigger market markets, we'll use the letter um, and smaller niche areas, we'll use the postcard. Uh, and so you know, a lot of people are getting upset and failing at direct mail because everybody's saying use direct mail, but people don't know how to use it effectively. And so the first part of it is what you say or how you say it. So, you know, or I like to say, it's not what you say, it's how you say it. So if you were to go on any one of the mail houses out there, you can choose from a million templates and they all have, you know, my name is, I buy houses, blah, 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 blah. Call me at, or text me this. Yeah. I mean, that's just diary of the mouth. And if I see that postcard, I'm tossing it in the trash. And so I mean, I've got very, very simple, you know, postcards. I'm not going to share my secret sauce. Very short, simple, bolded letters, NLP, you know, hey, I've been trying to reach you. Call me today. My phone number. Hey, I know that there's houses selling in your neighborhood. I'm the one buying. Call me today. Uh, I've got one postcard that I don't have an example here for I don't know where it's at because it's not on my desk but it's got a picture of the house and it says is this your house and on the back it says I would like to buy it I've got cash call me today things like that every single postcard every single campaign gets a different phone number for tracking purposes and then it goes out in a three-step method but it's not just that method, it's also the list. You see, every mm-hmm. coach or mentor out there is going to say, go buy a probate, an absentee list, uh, code violation, water shutoff, pre-foreclosure. Why? You call an absentee list and you get a, a list of 1,000 people, you're probably going to get me on there or one of my companies 400 times. That's half your list and a waste of your money.
0: So true. That's so mean, true.
1: And that's just one particular list that I may show up on i 'm not selling my house today or for another five or six years yeah. you just wasted your money and so what I do is i like to I like to call it motivation stacking. A lot of people always do different things and call it different things and so uh, thank you Ben. I see you bro uh, ben 's one of our students already having some tremendous success and just mindset alone, just getting started here in the last week. Things are already changing, and that 's what we 're about we 're about results and so With my direct mail campaigns, not only is it how we say what we say on our cards, but it's how we distribute them out. And so where most Mm. people are like, well, you got to be consistent. Yeah, you got to be consistent, but don't mail the same person over and over and over without changing the letter because they threw it away for a reason. So, you know, I'll send out a series of three letters, whether it's one month or one week or three days in a row, depending on what your financial budget is, stretch that out. If it's every three months, change the letter every three months, but stay consistent with how you do that. So after that third letter, go back to the first one. And it's, a, it's an in-depth, complex idea that has worked and we've got systems in place that track where it's at in that system. Um, but it's the triple ripple, man. And, and then it's the list. It's what list are you buying? Rather than buying one of those general lists, get that motivational stacking you know i'm not buying because i'm i'm 37 years old however i know that in 20 years from now now i'm 57 i'm the perfect person because i can take advantage of 1031 exchange 1032 exchange tax write offs things like that i'm always going to be selling when i hit that age and so you know that's the target you want to hit you know hit 55 plus out of state Going through probate because maybe they had a spouse die or a family member die, or they're going through divorce. You know, motivational stack that list, and now your hundred bucks a month is much more efficient and effective because now you're not spending a hundred bucks and casting a net, you've got that minnow net where you're going to go in and get a ton of little fish right away and get quicker, faster results.
0: I love that. So, motivation stacking the triple threat. Or the triple ripple. That's good.
1: Triple ripple, baby. The triple ripple.
0: That's good, man. Yeah, I mean, and then at the end of the day, it's just consistency. I think, just like you nailed on the head, it's like you know, consistency is really where it's at. Staying, um, staying focused and and persistent, and just doing it over and over again. What kind of systems are are you um, taking advantage of right now?
1: Yeah, that's a great question. I mean, we've got one two three mail houses right now that we that we have been using we've dialed it back on our direct mail just because of the other things that we have in place uh radio all of those leads coming in and calling us we're no longer cold calling but i highly recommend if you don't have the budget cold call yeah trace a list cold call it and find a script that's conducive to changing the mindset of your seller, you know, um, you, you mentioned before we got on here, Brandon. Uh, Brandon, excuse me. I'm, I just got a text message from somebody else. Uh, Brandon, you said, "What are we going to say to sellers?" You know, the system that I use is this very simple five-step process to the conversation. But when our leads come in, I mean, they're going through a series of Globiflow Flow and CallRail implemented into a skip tracing. Uploaded into our CRM kind of all simultaneously. And this is some of the systems that my IT girl can do for you. If you guys are interested in that, mm. just uh, DM me and I can share with you. you can, I'll put you in contact with her. Uh, but she, I mean, between Invest Refuse and Beast Mode and Podio, she's the brains behind all of that. So we've got the holy grail when it comes to a CRM that captures, skips, inputs, uploads, all of that all simultaneously. It's kind of a custom package. So
0: I love it. I love it. Now, would you mind, I know it's kind of like the secret sauce behind it, but would you mind going into, you know, a script a little bit on, on what would be beneficial when, when you got these leads coming in and, and how to really talk to potentially a, a motivated seller?
1: I don't, I don't mind at all. Cause without, without the one-on-one and the fine tuning, I mean, I, I yeah. hope that somebody gets something out of this and takes it and runs with it. But I'm going to tell you right now, if you need help or you need anything, get on my calendar. Yeah. Let's have a conversation about it because it takes practice. I even practice my own script once or twice a week with my team. And so absolutely, I wouldn't mind doing that. I'll just I'll, I'll lay it out like this, and then we'll go into the script, Brandon. Uh, Brandon, my five-step process is very simple. It's just like when you go to the gym, you warm up. You don't just start pumping iron, right? You yeah. warm up. Step one, I warm up. Well, you see, you don't just warm up to somebody any old kind of way. You know, most sales trainers are going to teach you find some commonalities. Oh, you like fishing? So do I. Blah, blah, blah. Who cares? That seller doesn't give a darn that you like to fish. They want to talk about themselves subconsciously. Of so course. get to expand upon that. I use an acronym called RAC. Repeat, acknowledge, question. Oh, you like to fish? What is your favorite fish? Yeah. You know? What do you like? What type of lures do you like to use? Um, you know, and I don't just do any sort of warm up. I warm up with form. So, family, occupation, recreation, motivation—it's an acronym: warm with form. Now, here's the thing: F O R M. You can't find their true motivation if you can't find out what they're for. So when having a conversation to start out, you know, you want to talk about their family, get two or three things about their family so you can use it later. Get their occupation, two or three things about it so you can talk about it later. And get their uh, recreation so you can figure out what their pain is and put them and paint them a picture of how they can better enjoy their recreation stuff, right? Mm. And so step one, we warm with forms. Step two, we do what's called bridge the gap. so once you start working out you don't just start 200 pounds you go 150 170 190 200 you bridge that gap to your end goal same thing you bring that customer or that client down this line of a communication pattern so that way they will uh they will um take what they've already acknowledged and move it into their motivation Step three is what I call defeating questions. So just like when you're laying on that work, that bench, and you're working out and your muscles start getting fatigued, well, guess what? Now those muscles being fatigued are, are your limiting beliefs. You create by asking the right questions, and I teach you how to do that. You ask better questions in order to create limiting beliefs. For example, oh, you put new tile in the bathroom. Actually, this is an example I just had with my coaching student this morning. You put new tile in the bathroom. How long ago did you do that? Or what color is it? Oh, it's that lime green. Oh, lime green. So what? 1970, 1980? Let them process that. Now their subconscious price that they had up here yeah. is going to be about $10,000 cheaper. When they blurt out what their number is. Psychologically, they just did a price reduction for you. And I teach you how to do that better. Now, step four is the close. of course. Thank you, Adrian. Adrian says this stuff's gold. I'm glad I could add value to you, brother. Um, So step four, you go into the close, And then step five is the warm down. Just like at the gym, you know, in step four, you close out that set. You put the bar back on the rack. Well, you're not done. If you don't stretch out or warm down or cool off, guess what? You're going to get hurt, right? So mm-hmm. in a conversation, you want to warm down. And remember, guys, we only warm with form. So what do you do? Man, I'm so glad, excited I could get this checked off your list so you can get out there fishing sooner than later. Brandon, I'm curious. You got any big plans this weekend? Are you taking the boy out to go fishing or are you just going to go out there and get it done yourself? You warm down with form. And now when the one legger goes home and says, I got the household." Well, what'd you get? Oh, I got 50. Well, I thought you were getting 65. Yeah, but it's done. It's checked off the list. I love this guy. And that's why I get more deals. That's why my deals have larger profits. And that's why I get more referrals than anybody else because they love the process. It's a win-win. It's, it's, that's, it is what it is.
0: I love it. That's so. That is gold. Thank you so much for that you know I, I believe that's going to be extremely helpful for such so many of the listeners. I know I'm going to run with it you know uh, I, I've used form a lot with uh, with different techniques in the past, but um, finding commonalities originally is something that I, I would really try to focus on and and just like you're saying, most people do really just want to uh, you know talk about themselves so if you can get them to open up and really unleash that then if you get somebody to to talk all about themselves the whole time and you barely talk at all, it's so funny to see, you know, if somebody else asks them, you know, how do you feel about this person? They're going to love you. They're just going to, they're going to brag on like crazy about you as if, you know, they know everything about you. And then they'll start thinking like, I don't know anything about this guy. He just let me talk to him the whole time, you know?
1: Right. Yeah. Awesome, right? yeah.
0: It's amazing. So, um, Yeah. I really, really love that. Cool. So, um, you know, I I know you're a busy man and, uh, and there's, there's been tons of gold within this podcast. So I really, really, truly appreciate you. Is there anything that you would leave with any of the listeners out there that, you know, are looking to get started? Um, and, and, you know, having, having some difficulties right now with, with dealing with the whole sales aspect and getting, you know, dealing with the whole form and setting it up properly, talking to the the motivated sellers.
1: So one thing that sticks out at me, repeat, summarize that question, because I think I heard what you said. Please summarize that question, I'm sorry.
0: Yeah, sorry, I make my questions long sometimes. You
1: know, <laughs> so basically- I don't know what you're going with that, but some, just summarize it real quick. One thing that I can leave with sellers or, or buyers that are doing what?
0: Yeah, anything that you could leave to any of the listeners that are looking, that are struggling with that aspect, you know, dealing one-on-one with the, with any of the leads that are coming in.
1: Absolutely. Quit apologizing. I, I have a group that I've had for the last two damn years where people are live prospecting and every single time they start prospecting, I don't care if you're in insurance car sales, if you're in real estate, goodness gracious, quit freaking apologizing for putting food on your plate quit apologizing oh i'm sorry i hope i didn't catch you at dinner but i wanted to talk to you about uh, my buy houses i mean that weak noodle right there gets hung up and then called back and critiqued by my team every single time and, so and, true
0: it's I so mean, so true i love that that is so good i'm so glad that you really covered that yeah, I, I, mean, I do i i hear a lot of people apologizing in advance for so many different things. And I cut them off and I say, just don't do it again. And then they look at me and they're like, oh, you know, why'd he say that?
1: Yeah. In, in I mean, a joking I'll, give manner. My, I'll give you my cold call script intro. It's simply this, hey there, my name is Bryce and you are? Little uptick, it creates curiosity. They're like, yep. who is this? My name's Bryce and you are? Uh, this is John. Great, John, the reason I'm calling simple, my partners and I buy houses and I'm looking for a few in your neighborhood. If I made a fair offer that made sense, would you sell me your house today? That's it. I'm not going to apologize. I want to get to the next call. They're either going to say yes, no, or maybe. And if they're a yes or a maybe, I damn well can convert. I'm closing one in 10 leads.
0: Oh, I love that.
1: That's my my KPI.
0: That's great. One in 10.
1: Apologizing.
0: No apologizing. That's good. Very good. Awesome. Bryce, you're the man, brother. I I truly appreciate it. Uh, You just taking time out of your day to hop on here and give back to any of the listeners and really be able to, you know, help them get to their next level and crush it. So, I mean, by all means, brother, I truly appreciate it. Is there anything that the listeners can do to add value in your life?
1: And I appreciate you asking Brandon two things one share this out because I hope I dropped as much gold as possible for Brandon's family and audience online. If you're not already following either one of us, you know, if you're in my audience, I know I'm maxed out on friends Brandon probably already is so click follow and then click see first so you see our stuff, because I put stuff out every single day. Go and search hashtag the middle school millionaire. My eight year old's got a non-for-profit. We donate 50% of everything to help the homeless and foster youth of America. Uh, You can buy a shirt on Amazon. If you search hashtag the middle school millionaire on Amazon, buy a t-shirt, post it up, and 50% of the proceeds will actually go Directly, you can look on his Facebook page and see we make a video once a month with all the donations out there, donating to homeless shelters and foster uh, care. Um, and last but not least, man, if y'all want to take your business to the next level, there's no other company that guarantees the results that I guarantee. I will offer you a money back guarantee if I don't double your investment. Mm. Get on my calendar. Go to WholesalingHolyGrail.com. I my team, my process and the man upstairs will change your life. Hostellingholygrail.com.
0: Woo! I love it, brother. Thank you so much. That is nothing but gold. I'm I'm super excited for all the listeners to really be able to take advantage and take action on that. You know, all the listeners out that that are here listening right now, they're all action takers. They're all people that, you know, are focused on the the education, the motivation and And, uh, the action steps needed to really be able to make a difference in their lives. So I'm excited for them to take you up on your offer and, and to reach out. So, um, with that being said, guys, I appreciate you guys all so much and, uh, make sure you are subscribed to ready, set, go real estate investing podcast. Do that on iTunes and leave a review, screenshot that and send that to me on anywhere on social media. And I will send you my book, Action Driven, absolutely for free. You're definitely going to want to get your hands on this. There's lots of, you know, just action steps that you can really, that, you know, I've been known as somebody that takes action on a regular basis. This will definitely help you um, overcome fear and also prepare your day properly. So you are constantly sticking to those goals and you're crushing it. And uh, there's a lot of storytelling in here as well of just uh, my past. So you'll be able to connect with me on a deeper level. Which I'm excited for. But um, subscribing and leaving a review really just helps iTunes push it out there to more people and uh, help me with my goal of getting this real estate information, all the amazing people that are crushing it nationwide in real estate. It's getting all these experts to really unleash whatever is needed for any new person out there that's trying to get started. And, uh, and that's what it's about, you know, to help educate them, motivate them and prepare to, them to take action. So with that being said, guys, love you guys all so much. Make sure you do those two things, subscribe, leave a review. And if you want to connect with me, you can always connect with me at Brandon Otherwise Instagram, Brandon Elliott investments or Facebook. Uh, you can check out my public figure page. Make sure you connect with me on there with uh, facebook.com slash brandon elliott rei that being said love you guys all so much bryce you're the man brother god bless you so much i really really truly appreciate you
1: oh sharpen baby selflessly helping already persons eager for nurturing i love it thank you brandon i appreciate your time brother i gotta run
0: all right man i'll talk to you later stay blessed this has been another episode of ready set go real estate investing podcast brought to you by brandon elliott more information, please visit BrandonElliottInvestments.com. Also, please don't forget to like, share, and leave a comment below. Thanks again for joining. Until next time, God bless.